Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is March 29th. Now today, as we begin a brand new week of Come Follow Me, we're going to be doing things a little bit differently this week. This week, the Come Follow Me block is all centered on Easter and studying the atonement and resurrection of Jesus Christ to prepare us for Easter Sunday next week. So that being said, this week, I'm going to share with you some of my favorite scriptures about the atonement and resurrection, some of my thoughts on them, and some words of the prophets and apostles that can teach us more about Jesus Christ and his atonement and help prepare us for Easter Sunday, so that hopefully next Sunday is a special day where we can focus on Christ and his atoning sacrifice. So that being said, the first scripture I want to take a look at is in 2 Nephi chapter 2, verse 6. Now this scripture is short and it's simple, but it's so incredibly profound in its meaning. It says this, Wherefore, redemption cometh in and through the Holy Messiah, for he is full of grace and truth. Now if you've listened to me for a time, you know that I love the word redemption or redeem. The word redeem has several different meanings, but I think my favorite one is to buy back. You know how when you have like a glass bottle and it says redeem for five cents and then it tells you what states actually do that? It's because those states will buy back that bottle. So when we talk about the redemption of Jesus Christ, we're talking about the fact that he bought us back from sin and from death. That without him and his atonement and his sacrifice, death would continually have hold on us. There would be no resurrection and no salvation. But Christ also purchased us back from our sins. Because of him, we can repent and we can be forgiven. One scripture that I really love, one scripture that I really love about this concept is in 1 Peter 2 verse 9 where it says, But behold, ye are a chosen generation a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people. Now it's interesting because peculiar here doesn't mean that you're a bunch of weirdos who live differently than everyone else, although that's sometimes true. (laughs) If you look at the footnote, the word peculiar here comes from the Greek word that means purchased. We are a purchased people through the blood of Jesus Christ. Now I want to use an example here. Have you guys ever seen the show Antique Roadshow? If you haven't seen it before, I'm going to describe it to you a little bit. In Antique Roadshow, people bring their old things to an expert. The expert is usually a stuffy British person who knows a lot about random things. (laughs) And so they take their antique to this expert and the expert appraises it. He tells them what it's worth. So I want you to imagine that you have an old sculpture. And you take it to Antique Roadshow, and the stuffy British guy is looking at it, and he's like, oh, that's amazing. I've never seen a piece quite this great. And he's like super excited about it, right? And he goes on to tell you that this sculpture was done by an artist that not a ton of people know about, but that the people who know about this artist and collect this artist pay major money for these sculptures. So even though it's not like a super famous piece, it's worth a ton of money. So he goes on, you're getting all excited. He's telling you all this, you get excited. And he's like, so I would guess that if you took this to the right auction, you could expect a million dollars for this sculpture. 
Now you bought this sculpture at the DI, so you're like, sweet, I'm taking this to auction. No sentimental value at all. So you put it in an auction and you're excited. You're like, I'm going to get a million dollars out of this. But it just so happens that that day at auction, no one knows about the artist. And what should have been a million dollar piece of art was purchased for $5,000. Now I'm asking you, what is that piece of art worth to you? Is it worth the million or is it worth 5000 Because something is only worth what someone's willing to pay for it. Your sculpture is only worth $5,000 to you. Now let's put this in the concept of redemption. We're told in Peter that we are a purchased people. We're told in 2 Nephi that redemption, or the concept of being bought back, comes only because of Jesus Christ. Which means you and I are worth what someone was willing to pay for us. And it is my testimony that you and I were purchased with the greatest blood that has ever walked upon this earth. In the vision that Nephi had of the tree of life, the Spirit asks Nephi, Knowest thou the condescension of God? Nephi answers that he knows that he loves his children, but that he doesn't understand the meaning of all things. When I contemplate the redemption of Jesus Christ, when I contemplate that Jesus Christ, a member of the Godhead, was willing to leave his heavenly thrones, come down to earth as a mortal, and suffer and bleed and die so that he could save me, I ask myself that same question. Do I really understand the condescension of God? Condescension is a word that means to be gracious about doing something that's regarded as below one's dignity. The condescension of God is that, as a member of the Godhead, he came below all things so that he could save you and I, so that he could buy us back. In April 2016, Elder Renland gave a talk called That I Might Draw All Men Unto Me. And in that talk, he says, the greater the distance between the giver and the receiver, the more the receiver develops a sense of entitlement. I was thinking about how true that is for the atonement of Jesus Christ. The closer I am to him through prayer or scripture study or temple worship or meaningful sacrament participation, the more I am struck with wonder and awe at the Savior's goodness and mercy and his grace for me. On the other hand, when I let those things slip, I find myself taking that incredible gift for granted. I find myself feeling entitled. I once heard that for gratitude to be true gratitude, then we have to feel undeserving of the thing that we've received. When I really think about the cost of the atonement of Jesus Christ, when I really ponder on Christ's condescension, when I think about what it means that Christ has purchased me from death and from hell, I feel so incredibly undeserving. But despite all my imperfections and through all my mistakes and my weaknesses, I know that God loves me. I know that he loves his children. I don't understand the meaning of all things, but I know that God loves his children. And because of that, God sent his son to redeem us. And because of that, Christ willingly came and purchased us at infinite cost. I testify of the reality of the atonement of Jesus Christ and what it can do in the life of a soul so rebellious and proud as mine. I know that it's real.
And I hope that as we go throughout this week together, that we all can fill that reality even more. Thank you so much for listening today, you guys. This has been Come Follow Me Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen. <laughs>